If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. My name is Rock Thomas, I'm your host, And if you've been following me long enough, you know that I am the founder of M1, the mastermind group. This is a group of individuals that share common values in wanting to become successful, healthy, wealthy, and have rich relationships. But what does it mean to you? Well, it means there's a group of 400 people out there that maybe are achieving or have achieved the result that you crave. They're from all over the world, from all walks of life, but what they share is the practices of success and each and every day sharing their insights and their breakthroughs with each other, encouraging others to do the same thing. You see, you don't have to do it alone. I'm really proud of their success stories, and I would love for yours to be the next one. If you are serious about getting out of your own way and creating a life you're excited about, then get on a call with one of my team members at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and get started today. You know what's a fun thing to do whenever we do this is the practice of gratitude. I think there's, you know, gratitude behaves different than other emotions and gratitude is such a great emotion to develop and practice. Emotions that are not practiced do not grow. So as you're coming on, feel free to give a shout out to somebody you're grateful for or something you're grateful for for yourself as you move forward. I'm incredibly grateful for all the people that work with me here in M1, all my team who are constantly working around the clock at making this tribe the best tribe ever. And for all of you that are dedicated to personal development, I think it's Jim Rohn that said that the greatest gift you can give another person is to personally develop yourself so that when you take care of yourself, you're in a position to be the type of person that can take person, take care of the person and the people you love. So the work that you do on yourself is a compliment to people, to the person you love, not working on yourself, not working through your childhood traumas and upsets and triggers, not working on your health, not working on your finances and taking responsibility for that is a direct reflection of how you choose to show up for the people you love. So this work you're doing on personally developing yourself is really an honor to all the people around you. Today's Rise with Rock is about the lessons I learned from my puppy. Yes, I have a golden doodle for five weeks now and I'm absolutely in love. The whole family's in love with the Golden Doodle and he's become the centerpiece of so much attention, just like a newborn child is. And some of the lessons I've learned is that if your child has a shitty, if if your child, if your, if your, if you or your dog or your child has a shitty childhood, then they're going to have issues in their adult life. So it's really important and it's become extremely important and obvious to me in raising this puppy that I must follow some guidelines that make it grow up with the proper boundaries, the proper expectations, the proper rewards, and the proper punishment in the right way. So, number one, 
when mentorship takes place, we're mentoring the dog into this real world, up close and personal matters. If you remember my story, when I went from farm boy to financially free through real estate, I had a, a mentor that worked with me every day for many, many years. The leash got longer as I got better, but initially the course correction happened very, very often. And the same thing with a puppy. The sooner you can give it feedback, the sooner that you can tell it that it's on the right path, the better it is. Mentorship should happen up close and personal. Make sure that you're doing that for yourself when you're going in a new direction. Number two, we all want to belong and connect. A dog just expresses it better than most of us. Most of us become bitter and jaded and fearful and we give ourselves an inner narrative. Tony Robbins would call it the story that you tell yourself, right? He's got this big comeback challenge right now. What's the old story? The old story is people are unkind or men are this or women are that, which holds you back from wanting to belong and connect. But a dog keeps on wanting to belong and connect and a dog keeps on coming up to strangers and to you repeatedly in a loving and an affectionate way. We all wanna belong and connect. What if you raised your, your initiative to belong and connect? What if you included yourself more, right? So number two is we all want to belong and connect. Are you doing your part as theirs? Punishing yourself for long time does nothing. When you have a puppy, you must give it feedback in the first three seconds after it behaves in a way that doesn't represent the boundaries it's supposed to learn. You could just say, leave it. If it's, if it's doing something, you have a repetitive statement. When it's biting you, leave it, leave it. You can maybe spray it in the mouth with a little vinegar, one little shot, boom, that's it. But you can't walk into the room and see a poo on the ground and then run to your dog and then spray it with vinegar. The dog will have no connection to the event. When you do something that doesn't serve you, and great athletes do this, and again, in NLP we talk about this, a short burst of pain, like, that was stupid, don't ever do that again, bam! And then move in a direction of, the new behavior I choose is this, right? So, short burst of pain, short, like, that was crazy I did that, that was unproductive, that was inefficient, boom, but my new behavior is. So, when you're looking to correct your behavior, a short burst, a short amount of pain, and then move in the direction of new behavior. Number four, transformation requires repetition. You've heard that before. Transformation requires repetition and patience. It's amazing how many times I find myself saying the same thing to the puppy over and 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 over again. It's five weeks and still over and over and he still still isn't totally toilet trained, even though we give it rewards and we give him rewards, Tesla. Um, so why is it that you as a human would, you know, get it after three tries? Why would you then all of a sudden not want 
you know, the popcorn in the evening or hit the snooze button. You just one time, you're a freaking master. Mastery comes from repetition, man. It comes from again and again and again ingraining it into your unconscious mind and using the proper Pavlov's dogs, remember? The bell and then the food. The bell, the food, the bell, the food, the bell, the food, the bell, the food. And then the bell and the dog salivates. So if you're not salivating, if you're not repeatedly responding to a trigger, then you haven't trained yourself through enough repetition. Does that make sense? So you might, as an example, your alarm goes off, you wake up and you throw both hands in the air and you go, yes, I'm so grateful for this beautiful day. Bam, jump down, do 10 push-ups, drink a glass of water, do whatever your routine is. But until it becomes automatic, like a little Pavlov's loves dog's bell, you have not done enough repetition. Patience and repetition. Number five, being playful and curious is a positive quality. Oh my gosh, this dog is so playful and so curious. It does process its world through its nose and its mouth, yes, but it is playful and curious and it's such an endearing quality. May I invite you to be more playful and curious? When you talk to people, get right up and in there as to what you'd like to learn about them, what you, what you, you know, how you grow. How can you raise your lid and be more passionately curious? Isn't it nice when somebody is passionately curious? Again, this lovely lady we were at the pool with yesterday, she's like, well, you're into that Tony Robbins. I saw this challenge on, what is that all about? So I started explaining it to her and she goes, yeah, and, and so you work with him, and, but just like really interested and listening and leaning in. Um, can you raise your lid of passionate curiosity? Can you be a little puppy leaning into people's lives and being curious? Probably. It's a beautiful quality. Number six, keep your eye on the new behavior or something will go wrong. If I don't keep my eye on this little puppy, he's off in a corner and he, we have brown floors and he's brown and we can't see him and before you know it, he's got his mouth into something, he's chasing the cat, he's, he's gonna do his business somewhere he shouldn't. When you wanna change and progress, you need to keep your eye on the ball. That's why this M1 tribe is so great because there's so many layers of accountability. There's a scoreboard that gives you feedback. There's a tribe that gives you feedback. There's a Rise with Rock and a Monday Night Live. There's digital lessons on Mondays and Thursdays. And if you drift off course because you're not focused on the end game, there's multiple ways to get feedback, true or true. You can be in this tribe for a year, you can become an alumni, you can become a board of graduates that can contribute. There's, there's so many things you can do if you're passionately curious and if you keep your eye on the prize. But if you do not keep an eye on the new behavior, the new behavior will not stick. Yes or yes? I think yes. What I learned also from my puppy is that you don't need to eat much when you're growing and when you're excited about life. But if you're bored, food becomes a great distraction. They call it coronavirus 19 because most people put on 19 pounds because people have had more time to sit in front of their TVs, laptops, watch Netflix and chew away and jump on things. So a dog eats a little bit and moves around and is excited. So you don't need to eat a lot when you're excited and when you are growing. So 
be excited and grow. And then you're gonna, it's gonna be the best antidote for you wanting to be in the best shape of your life. Yes or yes. Number eight, one more to go. Giving a dog a treat trains him. Yeah, so giving yourself a treat, giving yourself a reward. Most achievers are addicted to progress, but they're not addicted to rewarding themselves. They're addicted to going, oh, well, it wasn't as important as I thought and checking the box off. So remember to give yourself a little treat. And a little treat could be two minute walk out in the fresh air. It could be a beautiful glass of fresh water with freshly squeezed lemon in it. Make them small and simple. A dog does not need to get a Lamborghini. A dog just wants a tiny little piece of something and he goes, eats it and then he's three seconds later, he's onto something else. Give yourself a tiny little reward. Give yourself a tiny piece of chocolate if you're into that. I'm not into that stuff, but give yourself a tiny thing. If you're into exercise, get up, shake, move, like Tony says, you know, jump up and down. Give yourself tiny treats along the journey of your day. Reward yourself for being awesome. And the last thing is that getting angry and violent accomplishes nothing. A dog does not respond well to violence or to intensity or harshness. Caesar, the dog whisperer, says be assertive but be calm assertive and calm. The same character traits we talk about in our leadership training is that a leader is unflappable. They're certain, they're calm, and they're assertive. So as you are with yourself and with your team and with your employees and you're growing your business, remember it's a dog's world. Pavlov's dogs responded to things that were set in place and you can put in the responses and triggers to get you and your team to respond in ways that reward them to be their best behavior. Ignoring how your program from the past is just going to frustrate you. You may need to, you know, create a different kind of reward system if your programming from the past is funky. You may need to upgrade it and change it and become aware of it and journal around it. I was talking to a member and they're like, I just don't understand why I make a lot of money and spend it all. I'm trying to figure that out. Well, that has to do with your blueprint, but by the way, the system we have of the six bank accounts and doing your budget and being part of that process is designed to provide you with feedback. When you resist that system, that's a limiting belief or a behavior that's not serving you. Journal about it. I like to spend money whenever I feel like it. I don't want to have to wait until I have the money. Journal on the emotion you're feeling when that shows up. And then notice that it's like, oh, well, my mom used to always just spend money lavishly and we were in debt and we didn't have money for, notice where it comes from. And then you have the chance, right? We first awareness and then understanding and then transformation. So the structure of this mastermind group is designed to test your limitations and to point out the things in the past, the programming isn't serving you. And then through awareness and journaling and conversation and masterminding, you can replace that. And through the lessons of a dog today, you can set in new processes, right? New processes that will serve you going long-term. So shitty childhood, shitty adulthood, and it's time to make those changes. Mentorship, stay close, repetition, rewards, long-term thinking, find your tribe, Dogs are pack animals. Find the pack that you want to be, be part of. Short burst of pain, then reframe. And be playful, curious, and bring your enthusiasm 
because playful and curious is a beautiful sort of quality. And somebody, I think, just put up there that a dog never plays the victim. And it's a beautiful thing that even when they get hurt or something, they bounce back from it quickly. And I think that that could be our 10th tip. Thank you for joining me on The Rise with Rock, the lessons from a puppy. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.